0: All right, Coach. Well, good luck to you tonight. I know it's an important game. It's senior night. And I know there is some, uh, you probably have some uh, thoughts about uh, these seniors that are going to be playing their last regular season home game. We're obviously hopeful uh, that you are going to play in that playoff uh, and, and hopefully even a playoff game here at Lindsey Nelson. But this is the last regular season, and, and several of them have been here four years. Yes, this uh you know, I'm,
1: I'm a little close to this group because I, I coached these, these, these seniors when they were sophomores, you know, two years ago. And it, and uh, um, it's, you know, I have a special place for my
0: heart in these kids. I really, really love them. All right, Coach, good luck tonight. Thank you. And welcome in here to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and and uh, Coach Mike and Terry. Thank y'all for for filling in for us to, as uh, as we're getting ready to start football here. But the uh, the Lincoln Count, or we, we had the uh, the senior recognition, as I'm sure you've talked about. But it obviously went a whole lot longer than I dreamed that it would ever go. And uh, again, I don't know if y'all could hear the coach there talking about the seniors. He's definitely got a a, a, a soft spot for those seniors, and of course, so do I. My number 65, Uh, mighty mighty proud of Lewis Maddox and what he's done here in his four years at Columbia Central High School. And we're playing a team tonight that, uh, you know, Lincoln County 40 years ago tonight, I would have been on the other side. You know, playing uh, playing myself. but And, and I'm kind of worried, guys, that these players, both sides, are getting ready to kick off now. Both sides have been in the locker room now for 30 minutes and really hadn't warmed up. And I'm, I'm a little concerned that uh, they should have given them a little more time to kind of warm up here. I'm not sure what, what the deal is. Well, but yeah. We're going to play football because uh, we won the toss and deferred, I think you said, Terry. And Max Patton's getting ready to That's tee right. this thing up and kick it off.
2: Yeah, we won the toss. Uh, they were out here. Uh, we watched them quite a bit before the game. They did get a pretty good warm-up, but like you said, they've cooled off. They've been back in the, uh, in the locker room, so uh, great thing for all those seniors. And, and we're just as proud of uh, Lee, Lou Maddox as you are, Lee. He's, he's, uh, he's one of us, so we really appreciate everything he
0: does for us. Coach Mike, you're looking. Are we on the air? Uh, as far as I can tell, we are.
3: So we're gonna somebody text assuming, us and tell us that we're, we're on the air. I not, a couple of messages that says we're. We're, know, things we're are hoping. And yeah. there goes funny, the kickoff.
0: Uh, Max Patton kicks it off deep. It lands at the three yard line is where the Lincoln County Falcons will take over, and they've got it at the twenty and up to the twenty-five across the twenty-five. Where they'll take over first and ten at the twenty-six yard line. Just underway here in an all-important region game for the Columbia Central Lions tonight, as uh, they're hoping to improve their region record to three and one on the year, and with that would assure themselves that second, at least the second spot in the region standing. So here we go. First on defense, uh, the. The Lions in that traditional four-man front that they have with three linebackers, and uh, here we go. Mike, you think we're on the air? As far as I can tell, we are. Lincoln County, back to throw it. There's the long base. Intercepted interception. by Q. Martin at the 30. Q's at the 20, at the 10. He's cutting inside to inside the five. Q. Martin, interception on the first play of the game. Wow.
3: Always wonder your defense to try to to do a sudden sudden change uh, situation. That's exactly what happens here. He gets the ball off of the tip, uh, off the tip pass, and uh, gets it down to the five yard line. Puts the offense in. Prime, prime position.
0: At the five-yard line go the Columbia Central Lions as Q Martin takes this from his cornerback position. Uh, the Falcons were going to try to throw a little quick quick pass to the right sideline. Uh, Hunter Chaplin, I'm not sure who he was trying to reach, but it was overthrown, that receiver. And now here's Luke Hustleton with the wing T formation. There goes Jordan Davis in motion. A give to Jordan Davis, and then first a Whistle. Stop play is going to be illegal motion, illegal procedure against the Lions. So that's going to back us up five, but still it's first and goal at the 10-yard line for the Columbia Central Lions just underway here in Columbia.
3: Yeah, probably got a little bit excited there getting the ball for your first possession on the five-yard line and got a little antsy to get going there.
0: You can say what you want about the Falcons. They are a big bunch lined up on that defensive front, uh, the front four they've got there. But let's see what happens. Here's Luke Osselton going to give it to Q. Martin in the middle. He's at the five. He's in the end zone. (laughs) Touchdown, Columbia. Q. Martin, a 10-yard scamper right up the middle of the, the line of scrimmage. And already six to nothing with 11 minutes and 27 seconds to go here in this first quarter, just underway at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Already, Columbia goes on top six to nothing. Yeah, Coach Moore
3: anticipated them trying to overplay the jet sweep and the sweep, so he runs a little Sally reverse underneath there, and has a wide open lane. Goes in untouched.
0: Here's Max Patton for the extra point attempt. There's the set, the kick, and it is good. So again, wow! Already uh, excitement here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as Columbia goes on top very early in the game. 11 minutes, 27 seconds to go. Seven to nothing over Lincoln County. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
5: Hey folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the
0: right.
4: Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems Inc. Formerly.
0: And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Here as the Columbia Central Lions have gone up on top after the turnover by Q. Martin made the interception return all the way down to the five, and then he makes the touchdown from the ten yard line. And now Max Patton ready to kick off again. It seems like we just did this, yeah, we guys. Just <laughs> we just did, had the kickoff.
3: Just had the kickoff. Uh, again, a quick change, quick change, quick uh, with the with the
0: turnover and capitalized quickly very good there's max patton this time a line drive that what? it's going to go down to the 14 or the 12 yard line is oh and the ball's on the ground uh lost the ball ball still rolling around i'm not sure who's they're saying columbia's saying we have that ball and referee signals and two. the referee does too goodness gracious wow. oh my gosh at the 17 yard line or the 18 yard line will be another turnover and picking up that fumble for the Lions is Thomas Beasley, the sophomore on the kick return team or the kick coverage team. He gets the, <laughs> doggone y'all, I'm almost feeling a little sorry for the Falcons. They can't get, they can't, uh, they can't get started here. So here we are. wing T formation, Luke Hustleton under center. Much rather the, it be
3: them than us. Though. The Lions
0: <laughs> at the 18-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions. Jordan Davis in motion. Give to him. No, Luke Usselton moves to his left. He's throwing into the end zone at Q Martin. Oh, he had it right at the one yard line and dropped it. Uh, but a good defensive. Uh, play for the Falcons there to kind of break up that pass a little bit, but that ball was well thrown to Q. Martin. It was just a good defended. Yeah, Coach, uh, well coach Moore
3: is breaking tendencies already. Instead of leading off with the off tackle power and all that stuff, he did this reverse to score the touchdown. That time he needed a bootleg, and so he's he's sending a message early that we have other things besides the sweeps and the and the power plays for successful plays.
0: Second ten at the eighteen yard line of the Falcons. A little different formation here. Bubba Perkins lined up to the wide receiver to the left. Going to give to Davis a reverse back to Q Martin, and he's gets going to get caught in the backfield. He's going to lose some yardage there. Loses about three or four on the play. It's going to make it third and about 13 now left for the Lions here to convert on first to convert their first down.
3: Yeah, that was a double handoff. Just took a little bit too long to get moving. Really, really slow developing play. And the backside end was able to crash down on the play and get a hold of his jersey from behind.
0: That play all year to me just, it never has really worked, I think, as well as they have always hoped that it would. That's not the first usually time designed, we've seen that play.
3: It's usually designed to be a little bit quick, quicker hitting than they seem to be able to execute it at the moment.
0: So I guess you talked about Caden McCoy being hurt last week, but he is in tonight. So good to see that uh, for sure, that Caden is in at tailback. Here's Uselton in the shotgun this time. He's definitely looking to throw. And he's going to throw it to Jace Hoth. What a pass. What a catch for Jace he Hoth. Is he's in. into the end zone. Touchdown. A one-handed grab by Jace oh, Hoth at the 10-yard line. And then he just marches right into the end zone for the second touchdown for the Lions tonight inside two minutes. Wow. Yeah. Just had a little bubble screen out there. They
3: had four wide receivers, and Hope is the inside receiver here on the left side. Does a little bubble screen out behind the wide out, uh, and uh, hits him. <laughs> really makes a great one-handed catch, pulls it into him, and had the blocking upfield. Walked into the end zone untouched.
0: Here we get the set for the extra point attempt as Perry Bowman is the holder. There is the snap from Lewis Maddox, and there's Max Patton's kick, and it is good. So another timeout on the field tonight with 9.58 to go. Columbia now 14. The Lincoln County Falcons nothing. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L-Series
5: tractor is the number one selling compact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Powerful Kubota diesel engine, ease of operation, and your choice of a Kubota gear or HST transmission. The durable Kubota L-Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule
6: a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer.
7: Call or come by Columbia Kubota or Franklin Kubota or visit them online at ColumbiaKubota.com or FranklinKubota.com. All
0: right, welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Uh, goodness gracious, it's kind of been like fireworks here for the Columbia Central Lions as they're up 14 to nothing uh, over the Lincoln County Falcons with 9 minutes, 58 seconds to go. And again, it seems like we were just right here. Here's Max Patton at his own 40-yard line ready to kick off again to the Falcons. There's a kick, a a good deep kick this time through the end zone, so for the touchback that'll be uh, lined up on the 20-yard line for the Falcons. We'll try to go again on first down. Terry, you've got the stats. I've got got two two quick
2: scores. I got the the first one, he went 10 yards in one play. Q Martin, 10-yard run, 9-second drive. Kick was good for 7-0. Columbia lead at 11-27. 33 seconds into the game. Then after the fumble on the kickoff, uh, they went 18 yards in three plays, ending it with a beautiful 22-yard catch and run from Jace Holtz from uh, Luke Hustleton. Took a minute 16 off the clock. Kick was good, 14 nothing. 9.58 left in the first quarter.
0: Wow, two minutes, three minutes into this game, it's 14-0 Lincoln County. So here are the Falcons. I'm not even sure if we've even been able to talk about their, their team at all. They're Here they are at uh, lining up there's a pass to the left side a quick pass and a good pickup on first down for the falcons is uh their quarterback zach march is who i'm showing is number 15 is that who you're seeing or is that 16 can y'all see well they don't have a 16 on the roster so it's got to be zach march
2: we're going to go with that
0: number 15 and a completion to number two, Trey Anderson. So a pickup of nine on the play, second and one. Ball spotted at the Falcon 29-yard line. Here's the shotgun snap giver on the left side. The, first guy, the picket runners got his first down, knocked out of bounds on the far side. Or now they're calling him not, not quite out of bounds. Goes their running back, Ben Davis the sophomore for the Falcons, but he does pick up his first down and up to the 36-yard line of the Falcons. It'll be first and 10 with nine minutes and counting to go here in the first quarter. Columbia already up 14 to nothing. And here's the jet sweep. And it's not going to go much as big Mike Johnson. No, that's DeAndre Mathers. Stops the running back, Trey Anderson, for the Falcons for just a minimal gain. Maybe about three yards. They'll give him three yards. He gets it up to the 40-yard line. So it'll be second.
3: Now they hadn't we just had a they personal, oh. Just had a personal foul called on us. Uh,
0: Where was the flag? Uh, the
3: referee threw it from way back behind the offense. And evidently something was said after the play because there's uh, – He pointed our way real quick and then gave the personal foul signal.
0: All right, that is number 16 at quarterback and we don't have him on the roster. Unless y'all seeing it somewhere else that I'm not. No, but number 16 for the Falcons is the quarterback and he's going to throw it over to Anderson on the left side. There's holding on the Falcons. They're not going to call that, are they? On the far side over there, but a pickup of maybe one or not even one.
2: Another flag. They may have called I think it. I
0: they think they did call it. Oh, okay. That was holding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They are going to take that one back. It was a pickup of about one or two or so on the play. But, uh,
3: yeah, it was the side judge on the far side. And all he did was just pull it out and drop it at his feet. So, yeah, it, it was, was right, hard to see it fly.
0: Yeah, it was right in front of him. So. so, they were at the Columbia 45-yard line. Now, they are at the Falcon 46-yard line facing a first- and about 18 to go for the falcons again it's number 16 i'll find out hopefully from the radio booth next down the the way here to say who this quarterback is oh falls on the ground falls on the ground anderson picks it back up the jet sweep was going to him and uh the quarterback was tossing it to him and he just lost it and but he did recover it. The Falcons do recover. It's going to be second and even longer now. Second and about 22.
3: Yeah, uh, just a mishandled snap there by the quarterback. He was looking to, to uh, run his play before he had uh, sealed the ball. Uh, was lucky to get it back. We had several people uh, have hands on it.
2: And something that we noticed that before, Lee, uh, they're a very young team. 31 players on a roster are freshmen.
0: Yeah, they only have like They had four seniors at the beginning, and now they're down to three seniors on their team. So here's the Falcons, second and 23, looking to throw. Quarterback rolling out to his right, being pressured by Harvey. Makes the pass. I believe that's a completion. Crosses midfield, but still going to be really short, uh, about 12 yards short of the first yard to gain. So that'll make it third and about 13 for the Falcons as they'll spot it now at the Columbia 48-yard line. And here the Falcons on a tempo-type situation. They're right back up to the line of scrimmage, trying to draw us off sides, I think. Now he's looking to the sideline to get a different play. 41 is his running back, and that is Ben Davis. But again, the shotgun situation, third and 13. Quarterback looking to throw. There's the throw, and it's picked up oh. in the air. Almost intercepted. It was tipped by DeAndre Mathers. Watson Harvey almost the pick off, but just couldn't quite get it. Couldn't quite get it. So, fourth and 13 at the 48-yard line of the Falcons, and I mean, of the of the Lions, and here comes the punt team for the Falcons. Yeah, just a little quick slant
3: by the inside receiver on the slot side, and uh, Mathers does a great job reaching around him without interfering and knocking the ball up in the air, and we almost were able to get back to the tip and get
0: a second turnover. T.D. Tucker back to punt. He's standing at his 39-yard line and back deep for the Lions are Q Martin. There's the punt away. Q's going to let it bounce at the 20. And uh, Jay Frierson also back there deep. They're going to let it. They're going to down it at the 13 of Columbia. It's where Columbia will take over on their third possession of the game here with six minutes to go, leading over Lincoln County, 14 to nothing here in this Kind of balmy night right now. And of course, I'm not, we're obviously everybody's kind of aware weather <laughs> aware of the weather potential that could come here much uh, uh, a, a little later on. I'm not yeah. sure. of the, yeah, exact the predict- timing.
3: We were we were talking about that before the game. The predictive radar says about 10 o'clock. So hopefully the game will be over before it really gets bad.
0: Okay, here are the Lions in that wing T formation. Luke Usselton under center. There's Jordan Davis in motion going to give to McCoy up the middle he's got room he's across the 20 he's a, makes his first down up to the 20 crosses the 25 yard line where he goes out of bound or just short of the 25 he'll get it to the 24 but again it'll be first and 10 for the Lions
3: yeah down here deep in our own territory he just goes right back to our basic plays uh, and depends on the line to, to create scenes for him
0: Hustleton gets the play from the sideline from head coach John Moore. Actually, Perry Bowman is signaling in the plays tonight. Here's the wing T formation. Hustleton under center. Q Martin in motion this time. Give to Caden McCoy on the left side. He's got room across the midfield, across the middle of the line of scrimmage, and he gets across the 30 up to the 31 where he has stopped. So a pickup of seven. Now a long pickup of a good six yards. So it's going to be second and four as the clock runs now at five minutes to go. Columbia leading 14 to nothing here early on as the, the Lions are driving now on their third possession of the night. T formation again. Now they shift out of it. Davis gets into the backfield with Caden McCoy. Osselton still under center. He's going to give to Q Martin this time coming around the left side. He's got his first down looking for room, looking for another block. And he, there's a flag. That's going to be a, that's probably going to be a hold, I guess, that they're going to call on us. But he did get the first down all the way up to the 40-yard line. But uh, as he twisted his way through there, there must have been a hold somewhere.
3: Yeah, it looks like one of our interior linemen coming downfield trying to help out uh, and with all the, the, the cutting and, and, and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to get your hands where they're supposed to be on that block, especially when they when the defense turns and runs away from you, and you've got to be careful about grabbing
0: jerseys. So the, <clears throat> the spot foul there takes it back to the 28-yard line where it'll be second, and about seven is where that leaves. Second and eight, second and a long seven for the Lions. Here's Luke Usselton, the sophomore quarterback under center. He's going to give to Jordan Davis this time on the right side. Jordan Davis has got room. He's got his first down. He crosses the 40. Nobody's going to touch That's him now. Race. He's, oh, he's going to finally get caught at the 30-yard line of the Falcons. But, man, what an explosion after he ran across that right side of the line. There was nobody there. And luckily for the Falcons, they did have a safety that finally caught him. At the 30, they're going to mark it now at the 30, no, excuse me, at the 27-yard line of the Falcons, where it'll be first and 10 for the Lions.
3: Lee, I think you and I could have run through that hole there for him. Yeah. <laughs> he had a huge hole off the right side there, and like you said, hit, put planted that foot and exploded up the field. I'll say the Falcons, uh, actually, it was his offside corner, this uh, right side corner for, on the defense Did a took a good angle and caught him about 50 yards downfield and prevented the touchdown, but uh, now we're deep in their territory, about the 20, what do we say, the 27 yard line.
0: 27, first and 10, and I wish somebody's not running the clock right, because they're not keeping up with it like I would, I kind (laughs) of hope they would, but here goes Q Martin in motion. Going to give to McCoy on the left side. He's looking for room. He's across the 20. Oh, he's, he's at the 10. He's going into the end zone. Touchdown. Caden McCoy. I think they're going to mark him was out. He comes in. Come on.
2: I think he stepped on the out of bounds line, Lee. I don't think
0: he stepped out.
2: Well, it's what the official calls.
3: <laughs> I know it,
0: but dog, <laughs> God, it. I thought he had it. <laughs>
3: You see that yeah, he, had, he see. had it as far as the tackler was concerned, but uh, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. hit
0: the pile line. That's all I know. Dude. Yeah,
3: unfortunately, it. I think his toe or his heel caught that three yard li- yeah. that, that sideline at the three yard but line. But what a great, great, great run! By still, by still was by good McCoy. hole, good hole
0: off the left side.
2: And he used that speed to get through the two
3: I'm
0: assuming he's probably going to get it again right here. First and goal at the three. And no, going to give it to Jordan Davis, the sophomore. And he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Wow. Three minutes and 33 seconds to go. Columbia, their third touchdown in this first quarter. That one to Jordan Davis for three yards out to make the score now 20 to nothing, pending the extra point attempt.
3: Just another off-tackle power play off of the traditional wing tee set and uh, with a fullback lead and, and a hole, again, a hole you and I could run through to get into the end zone.
0: Here's Max Patton. There's the snap, the set, the kick. Oh, 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 oh! Did it go over? Yes, yes. it Whoa. just barely went over. Watts <laughs> wow. Patton, his third extra point of the night. Glad we don't get points tw- <laughs> for style. <laughs> yeah, makes the score twenty-one now to nothing over the Falcons. Wow! Three minutes, thirty-three seconds to go. We'll take a quick break. I'm telling you, you're go
8: ahead.
0: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, where your Columbia Central Lions have gone up 21 to nothing over the Lincoln County Falcons in this first quarter, three minutes, 33 seconds to go. And here's Max Patton again to kick off for the fourth time. And there's a great kick. It's going to the end zone and through the end zone for the touchback. Terry Wilcox, what do you got? We went,
2: uh, Columbia went 87 yards in five plays. Uh, Davis, a three yard run at the end. The big play was a 50 yard run. Uh, in the middle of that, and uh, two minutes and 27 seconds off the clock. Kick was good, 21 to nothing. 333 left in the first quarter.
0: Wow, guys, 21 to nothing. I, I kind of, I mean, I had a feeling if, when you look at what uh, Lincoln County has done this year, they've given up. They're, you know, their folks are averaging. Uh, in almost 42 over 42 points a game is what uh, teams are rushing against are averaging total yardage against them so just wouldn't have thought this quick but they obviously they had two turnovers that gave us yeah you know two easy touchdowns and there's there's a, a pass to the right side and they're going to lose five yards and it looks like a, a player for Lincoln County the the wide receiver that caught that ball he is he is in pain down a, Leave a right leg as he just kind of he got the pass and he right. just slipped down and I'm yeah I'm not sure it, what that I is. I think it
2: looked like his cleat may have caught and uh, he kind of yeah kind of twisted his knee it looked like when he went down yeah he went he down. was in pain immediately
3: yeah he went down uh, went down funny on it and uh, uh, the his teammate right there next to him was signaling to the sideline almost immediately get over here get over here
0: yeah. uh, you hate to see so. that for sure and we'll take a injury timeout here. and you, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
1: for the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox. I think that's number 38 for the Falcons.
0: Flynn Jones, who I'm gonna say that is, but he's being know. helped off the field. It is number 38. But uh, he's not putting any weight on his right leg, and uh, but they're helping him to the sidelines. And he was up fairly quick, so.
2: I, I think it may have been 28 leads. 28? Or okay. Yeah. I, can't,
0: I, I couldn't see. Yeah, it's hard
2: to see, but he that's a, a junior wide receiver, so.
0: Kenny Squires. So here's Ben. No. Uh, quarterback throws across the middle. He's complete. He's got his first down all the way up across the 35 and finally tackled by Lincoln English. And Lincoln English is coming up hurt. Uh, I'm not sure he's holding his right arm, his right shoulder or something, but English makes the tackle at the 38-yard line. Or excuse me, yeah, the 38-yard line where the Falcons get their first first down, I think, of the night as they have it first and ten, and there's the jet sweep coming this way with the number two, and he cuts back up the middle and he's got some room, gets another ten yards, he's going to pick up a first down, goes Trey Anderson on that jet sweep from the Falcons, for the Falcons, as he gets close to midfield at the 48-yard line, at the Falcon 48, where it will be first and ten for Lincoln County.
3: Kind of looking like our defense has lost a little bit of its its edge of its focus, we need to get that back pretty quick, because they are making some good plays against us.
0: So two quick first downs for the Falcons. And here's the handoff to the left side. He's got room out there was holding. There's holding, there's the flag, thank you. Holding Matthias Ward on the outside. Otherwise he should have made that tackle right at the, right as the running back made the corner of the left side of that line. That's Davis again, carrying the ball. So that's gonna back them up a good bit from that spot from the 49 is where they threw it, so they back them up 10 yards from right there, right, Coach?
3: Yeah, uh, Lincoln County's showing all the signs of a young team. They'll have a couple of good plays, and then they'll do something to kind of hurt them and put them back uh, a holding penalty or something like that or a turnover, and it it, uh, sets them back again. Uh, All the signs of a team that's still getting its its feet, you know, like I said, a really young team.
0: Uh, Um, And they've had problems with their coaching staff uh, the last A couple of three years or actually more than that. It looks like we're having some clock issues here uh, that the referees are trying to adjust, We're trying to figure out once again. I'm not sure if that's the play clock or the game clock. I'm not sure. But it's 21 to nothing, Lincoln County, with what the clock shows now, a minute 43 to go here in the first quarter. There's four referees gathered over here on this side looking at the the, uh, clock. That's the play clock, I think, that – well, it's
3: either the play clock. A lot of times, no, uh, these stadiums o- yeah. these stadiums have uh, sideline clocks with the with the referee, the timer, referee timer runs it from the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and evidently, they're having trouble with that uh, with that mechanism. Now They've that, adjusted that, it to 202. Yeah, yeah, it's now.
2: actually 202. Uh, the penalty stopped the play, but the clock kept running. Now it runs.
0: Here we go. First and 20 for the Falcons at their own 39-yard line. Quarterback number 16. I wish I knew what 16's name was. But he's not on our roster. Probably assume that it's the same same quarterback and off just to Davis around number. the left side and he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage, but pushes his way forward for close to five yards, gets four yards anyway, up to the 44 yard line. So it'll be second and about 15. Second and about 14. For the Falcons. As they do, what so many teams do is they don't huddle. They line up at the line of scrimmage and get the play from the sideline. Looks like a jet sweep coming on. Fake to that. Pass across the middle. Hit the receiver right across the middle, right in the numbers, and he drops it. Case Carson Jean drops that ball would have been he would have had some room to go too if he'd have yeah, caught he that. was wide
3: open across the middle I don't think caught us with the middle linebacker stun or not but uh, there was nobody nobody in the middle of the field there
0: so clock stop with the incomplete pass second and 16 for the Falcons at the at their own 44 yard line the Lions looking to make a stop here. Now the line, it says third down over there. Is it third? It's third and 16. That's right. There's There's a pass across the middle and incomplete as he was trying to hit that same receiver that he just went to, Carson Jean, but just couldn't quite get it to him. So now a punt situation for the Falcons. They bring in their punt team, fourth and 16 at their own 44 yard line with a minute and two to go here in this first quarter columbia leading 21 to nothing q martin Jay Frierson are going to drop back deep to about their 25 yard line
3: i actually think they're giving this punter a little bit too much respect and and uh, they're having to come forward really hard to get to the ball if they'd move up about five six yards they might be able to field that ball in the air
0: there's a punch straight, straight up. up not a long one but straight up lands and gets a Columbia bounce at the 32 at the 37-yard line is where they'll spot it. First and ten for the Lions as they'll start their fourth possession of the night. I'm assuming this is their fourth possession, right? That's Tearing correct.
2: Up. That's correct. Three for three so far.
0: Already in the. It still got a minute to go here in the first quarter. So.
2: And that ball, when it hit, went directly sideways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pendergrass is what we're being told is the quarterback. Let's remember yeah, that the, when the, they go uh, back on.
3: Yeah, the, the the roster evidently we were given was not an up-to-date Boy. roster.
0: <laughs> That's the roster that I sent to you, Terry? Or? That's it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> very good.
3: <laughs> evidently, they didn't send us one that was up-to-date. So. I trusted
0: you, Lee. <laughs> That's okay. Here's Luke Osselton going to give to a new running back in place. Goodness gracious, we got a new running back, number 46. I'm not, uh, wasn't prepared for that. And 45, 45. That's uh, Cortez Gilbert, a freshman running back. As he takes the handoff from Luke Usselton in the tailback position. He gets five yards just like that. Up to the 42-yard line, second and five. Under a minute now, 34 seconds and counting for the Lions here in the first quarter. Leading 21 to nothing. Here's Usselton. This time gives to Q. Martin looking around the left side for room. He breaks one tackle at the line of scrimmage. He's got his first down across midfield, down to the 46-yard line before he's brought down. A great run by Q. Martin as he just picked his way and and uh, around, it, followed his blocks to begin with, but then made his way by shifting left and right before he was finally brought down after a 10-yard pickup, first and 10. For the Lions.
3: Yeah, he looks uh, looks like he's on that sweep. He's just kind of cruising and, and almost trotting along waiting to see things, looking at his scanning his blockers and all of a sudden he puts that foot down and goes.
0: And that's going to wrap up the first quarter of play out of what a quarter it's been for the Columbia Central Lions as uh, they took advantage of two turnovers by the Falcons. Get, get a quick touchdown right at the beginning of the game and then turn around and get their second and then a third all in the first quarter. So it's uh, the end of the first quarter. Your score is 21 to nothing. Columbia over Lincoln County. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
1: for the 75th year Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN.
0: Welcome back to Lindsay Nelson Stadium where we're beginning our second quarter of play here, the second 12-minute stanza here tonight as Columbia already leading 21 to nothing over the Lincoln County Falcons and now first and 10 at the Falcon 44-yard line. Give to right up the middle to Gilbert. Is that who we're that's what we said. Yep. Yeah. to Cortez, Gil- Gilbert. Cortez Gilbert, the freshman running back that's already in the game for Caden McCoy. I'm not sure that Caden's done for the night, but uh, it could, could be. I'm not sure. What, Terry? You see yeah. Caden?
2: Yeah, he's, oh, he's got his helmet on uh, his hand.
0: Oh, he's got his helmet hand. Okay. I, yeah,
2: he's just hanging onto his helmet. So uh, it's probably a chance to Give get a to Court the- And I'll tell you, you go from speed to power. Cortez has definitely got some power. No doubt. The other guys are just fast as can be, but you got to mix it up a little bit.
0: So here's Luke Usselton. He's going to give this time to Jordan Davis around the right side. Davis got a little room. He breaks it. One tackle breaks another one. Still on his feet all the way down inside the 25-yard line to the 24-yard line before he's finally brought down by the Falcons. But another first and ten for Columbia Central as they're looking to get six more points here right at the beginning of the second quarter.
3: Yeah, not only can that young fullback uh, run with the ball, he does a great job blocking. That was just a simple power sweep, and he he hit the outside linebacker and knocked him five yards backwards when he got a hold of him that time and opened up that running play. So, uh, you know, good you know good look for him, uh, probably uh, protecting McCoy's knee a little bit. You know, now that we're up and, and in control of this game, uh, he's going to stay available in case he needed.
0: Here's the wing T formation. This time, give to Gilbert around the right side, looking for room, breaks one tackle, and still on his feet, still pushing his way forward, close to another first down. He gets down to the 16-yard line. Is uh, That's going to be close. Well, it's going to be a couple of yards short now they're showing it. We've got to get to the 14 for the first down. They're marking at the 16, second, and two. Here for the Lions.
3: Yeah, McCoy is a little bit of a scat back inside that line. Doesn't let you hit him solid. Uh, this young man, he's just going to back his ears off. And he's going to hit the hole. And if you're in front of him, you're going to pay the price. Yep.
2: Yeah, he carried about three or four <laughs> defenders with him that time. <laughs> yes, for an extra two or three yards.
0: And he's still in there lined up. And now this time in the backfield with Q Martin. Jordan Davis. In the slot formation or the wingback form set. They're going to give to Q Martin this time going around the left side. He's looking for room. Can't quite get there, but he does. He's going to pick up his first down. I was hoping he was going to make that, break that one tackle there. A good tackle by the the defense to come up and get him right at the boundary on the far side of the field. But again, first and ten. For the Lions, they'll spot it at about the 13 of the Falcons. Now
3: yeah, the Falcons flowed real well to that play and, and cut, him, uh, cut him off before he could get uh, turned on the corner. But they're also now
0: set up for a counter or a bootleg pass. I'm guessing it's going to be Gilbert. Here he goes. Oh, yep, it's yeah. Gilbert up the middle. He's hit at the line of scrimmage and bounces around, rolls around, and he's getting his he's end in. zone, touchdown. He is in. Cortez Gilbert. No, they They marked him out. Come on. (laughs) He must have stepped
2: on the outbound.
3: He slipped as he was
0: coming through.
2: You know who's getting the ball this time. He
0: hit that pylon. Doggone
2: it. He's going to be at the
0: one-yard line is where they knock him out of bounds. First and goal right there at the one. Go ahead.
3: No, go ahead. Showed a little dexterity that time. Once he got hit, he did a little spin move to the left and um, broke it out.
0: I'm wondering if he played. In the J V game earlier this week. Maybe maybe he's not allowed to. I'm not sure how that all works out, but here's Hussleton. And Gilbert looked. Oh, no, uh, Yeah, that's a that's that oh, ball's coming back because fly. Gilbert moved. He did. Gilbert moved in he, the backfield. Yeah, he, he was he, anticipating going forward, <laughs> yeah, but he rocked, uh, he rocked forward. It was a quarterback sneak all the way by Usselton, and he went in for the touchdown. But that's not that's going to come back five yards, so it'll be first and goal from the six.
3: Maybe he's lobbying for another chance at the ball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was definitely uh, rocking yeah. forward. Yeah, he was. Yeah.
3: Again, young freshman that uh, probably really eager to show what he can do and having a, having a good start to his game and, and uh, just getting really
0: excited.
2: Well, he probably wanted to get more yardage that yeah. way, get six instead of one.
0: <laughs> so here come the Lions, burst and goal at the Falcons' six-yard line, leading 21 to nothing, nine minutes, ten seconds to go here in the second quarter. Also to an under center, Jordan Davis now give to Gilbert up the middle, looking for room. And he's going to go down as he crosses inside the five four, to about high. the four is where he'll be marked down. It'll be second and goal from there.
3: Hole wasn't quite as wide that time. Uh, the, I think uh, Lincoln County put a little pinch pinch uh, stunt on in the, in the line and was able to close that hole down that time.
0: Big Aaron Jones right there in the middle of that uh, Falcon defense. A pretty good fellow there. There's 250 pounds a junior there. Uh, and pretty good size, pretty good size fellas all the way across that defensive front. So here's the, here are the Lions. This time, give to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis looking to looking for room. He's at the five. He's in the ten zone. Touchdown, Jordan Davis. His second of the night.
3: Again, fullback fullback led around on that, he tied up the outside linebacker and. Uh, When Davis made his cut to the outside, the linebacker just could not get separation, and he just outran him to the corner.
0: Eight minutes, 18 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia now up 26, excuse me, yeah, 27 to nothing. Waiting the extra point by Max Patton. There's the snap, the set, there's the kick, and it is good. Again, timeout on the field, a new score. Eight minutes, 18 seconds to go in the second quarter. Columbia 28, Lincoln County nothing. We'll be back after this break. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
9: Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: Whoa,
3: hold on. It's way too early for that. Hello, this is Rick and Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. It's already October
4: and Christmas is getting closer.
9: Let Tillis Jewelry help make this holiday season a little less stressful. Did you know we offer layaway? Come in, select the perfect gifts for your loved ones, put 20% down, and then pay it off before Christmas. And you know we carry a great selection of -of one-of-a-kind pieces, vintage jewelry, diamonds, and more. Stop by and let us help you find that perfect gift.
0: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Eight minutes, 18 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia up 28 to nothing over the Lincoln County Falcons. That's Max Patton now. The, is this the fifth time he's put, kicked off? Uh, because he yep. kicked off to start the game. Yep. So this is his fifth kickoff to the Falcons as he approaches the ball at his own 40. And there's the kick. Another good kick. It's going to go through the end zone once more for the touchback. Terry Wilcox, you've got the scoring drive, sir. Sure do.
2: We went 63 yards and nine plays, ending it with a four-yard uh, Davis run. Took four minutes and 44 seconds off the clock. Kick was good. 28 to nothing, Columbia, with 8:18 left in the first half. Wow. And uh, just a little note: uh, Gilbert uh, picked up 31 yards on the ground during that drive. So good for him.
0: Very good for him, and yeah. good to get uh, the experience uh, to playing with basically the rest of the first team uh, offense for the Lions. And I'm looking across here. It's still the first team defense for the Lions. As we do know now, this number 16 is Jake Pendergrass, the quarterback for the Falcons. He's looked good at times, but just hadn't been able to put uh, any drive together. But now here he is in the shotgun, going to give a jet sweep coming over to the near side. And he's, immediately hit as he turns up field, but he's going to pick up four yards on the play. The running back or the wide receiver that came across with that jet sweep. And I'm showing as I Talk to the, that's Kenny Squires for that's a fella that got uh, no, that's 29, right? Yeah. Eli Ray that made that play four yards, so second and six for the Falcons at the 24. Give on the left side nowhere. Mike Johnson, Antoine Moore, just blow that play up right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half yard that they pick up on the play. They'll move it up to the 25, so it'll be second or excuse me, third now and five for the Falcons as the clock continues to run. Seven minutes, 25 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leading, 28 to nothing.
2: Wow, third and 73. I never seen that.
0: Yeah, they're having, they're having some issues, without a doubt, on that clock. I'm not sure what, what's going on there. But here's Pendergrass in the shotgun. Davis on his left hip. Going to give to Davis around the right side, looking for room. And he slips and falls as Malik Smith was waiting right there, along with, not sure, the cornerback. Or that's it's DeAndre Mathers. Both of those kind of teamed up to make that stop. Uh, only a short gain, about a pickup of one. And here comes the punt formation punt team for the Falcons, fourth and seven at their own 27-yard line.
3: Yeah, I believe if they were a little bit further up the field, they probably would have gone for that to see if they could stay in this game. But uh, they're just too deep in their own territory now. So,
0: And we've got, we got some new players back deep. Uh, that's Kamari, uh, Corey, and Jamison that's back deep at, or at the 50-yard line along with Jay Frierson awaiting the punt from yeah. Joseph Spears. Now there's timeout time for the Falcons. They call
3: timeout before they got a delay penalty that time. Yeah, we'll
2: take it. 4 seconds left on the play clock.
0: We'll take a timeout with them. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
1: Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next
4: week. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM
1: 103.7 FM, Columbia.
0: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, the Falcons are facing uh, fourth and four at their own 27-yard line, waiting uh, the punt to get back at the 50-yard line at midfield. Jay Frierson and Corian Jameson, here's the punt. Oh, straight, straight up, on. not going to be a good punt. Not going to be a good punt for the Falcons. It takes a somewhat of a roll, but, I mean, they're going to down it at the Falcon 39-yard 39, 39 yard line is where they'll take over first and 10. Terry,
2: 12-yard punt.
3: Yeah, not much
0: of a punt. Just went
3: straight up in the air. I would say about uh, nine yards of that was on the bounce. Yes, it really uh, was. Uh, But uh, I think it looked like the the punter was anticipating a rush and just and and rushed his own punt and uh, just didn't hit it very well at all.
0: So here's Luke Hustleton. Now we've got wide receivers everywhere lined up. Empty backfield. He's under center. This is something new for sure. There goes Q Martin in motion. Give to him around the left side. He's got room across the 35, down to the 30, bounces to the 25. He's back on his feet, coming back around the, this side of the field, which he's still on his feet, spins around. There's a block by Lewis. And I'm not, was that a flag? Yep. Yes.
3: Yeah, they're gonna call that an illegal crack. Come pack. on. Crack
0: Lewis. Back. Lewis gets a flag. Doggone it. Come on. Man.
3: Yeah, well, he's, he's got to remember that when he does that crackback block, you know, he's got his own back to his own goal or to the goal line that they're headed to. He's got to lead with his hands. He led with his shoulders. He hit the guy in front. He did everything that traditionally is what needs to be done. Yeah. But the new rules yeah. nowadays, he has to lead with his hands, and he didn't do that.
0: Yeah, Q Martin just went crazy running that <laughs> ball. He ran 40 yards as he went left and right, and he cut back three times. But after all of that, it's really – a. It's going to be first and five. Yeah, five-yard gain. <laughs> After all of that, first and five, because he picked up at least 20 on the play. Uh-huh. Here's Hustleton in the shotgun. Going to throw it quick over here to Q. Martin on the right side, and he's got room. He crosses the 30. He's at the 20. He hits his man. He's got it. He's going into the end zone. Touchdown, wow. Q. Martin. Wow. 35-yard <laughs> pass and catch. From Luke Usselton to Q. Martin, touchdown, Columbia. Wow. Yeah, he
3: gets a little bubble screen out here to the to the wide side of the field. He gets the two great blocks, outruns the third guy to the corner, and then the poor safety comes up and has him hemmed in, has him squared up on the sideline. He just dropped his shoulder and ran over him and uh, kept on moving into the into the end zone.
0: Wow. Guys, 34 to nothing with five minutes and 20 seconds to go. Here's the extra point attempt. By Max Patton, and it's up and good. Now 35 to nothing with five minutes, 20 seconds to go here in this second quarter. I was kind of thinking we were gonna, we were gonna win this ball game, but I mean we hadn't won yeah. yet. But uh, I just wouldn't have thought we'd be up 35 to nothing with five minutes to go.
3: Yeah, it's hard to imagine. We're in the shortened time rules now, already <laughs> in the, in the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, So that run again was was still impressive. It's at thirty five. It's at thirty five points. Uh, Well, it may it may only be a second half deal. I was thinking uh, the second half. Yeah, but uh, but we're still already that many points up. So, but uh, yeah, Q Martin was really impressive run right there. Got got hemmed in on the sidelines. Just decided to say, hey, you know yeah, you may tackle me, but you're going to pay the price, and he ends up running over the kid. Terry, what'd you get?
2: We went 39 yards in two plays, uh, ended with a Q Martin catch and run for the last 34 yards, 29 seconds. Kick was good, 35-0 Columbia, 520 left in the first half.
0: Wow, incredible, incredible. As Max Patton now his sixth time. He's kicking off from his 40. There's the kick. Another great kick. The receivers are going to let it bounce again through the end zone for the touchback.
3: Yeah, all all of his kicks except for one, except the squib kick, have either hit at the two-yard line and bounced in or gone all the way into the end zone in the air. So he's doing a fantastic job on his kickoffs tonight.
0: You kind of start wondering. I mean, obviously, we have kind of replaced some folks. Uh, We've gotten Gilbert in there at tailback, and you're wondering – We still got the first-team defense that are playing out here. Surely, I guess they'll let them play through the first half. Maybe that's what the coaches are thinking, but they're still all out there, the first-team defense for the Lions as the Falcons now come to the line of scrimmage. Pendergrass in the shotgun formation. Obviously, you know, what do you do if you're Lincoln County? You're just going to try to put a drive together. Gonna hand off to Anderson up the middle. He's got room up the middle. Creatures goes ten yards just like that before he's finally tripped up by Lincoln English. He gets t- uh, actually that's Hunter Hammonds. I've got a different roster, you guys, that I picked up from down there. So and it does have Pendergrass on here, and that's a different that's Hunter Hammonds number two instead of Anderson instead of Anderson. So I don't know if that's correct. Terry. <laughs> I'm not it's, sure at all. You got it
2: from down there. I got correct. it from
0: the from the far side down there. That's what they gave. That's what they gave me.
3: Our apologies to the Lincoln County folks. We'd like to call your names accurately but uh, we're kind of struggling now with the with the roster
0: that we've been given. So For sure. Maybe my, my cousins down there will let me know. Text me <laughs> old Chris Carter. I know he might be listening. There's a pass over to the right side oh, nice and immediately tackled for a loss of five goes Matthias Ward as Pendergrass throws that quick outlet pass to the right side to Eli Ray and Matthias Ward was just waiting right there. Great yeah, play just, by him.
3: We just had him outnumbered. I, I don't understand how that play was set up because we had two defenders out there and only they only had one blocker and of course our free, our free defender uh, caught him just as he caught the ball.
0: So here's Pendergrass in the shotgun. Got, Assuming that's Ben Davis in the pistol formation lined up right behind him. Three receivers to his left. There's movement on the left side of the Columbia line, but it looks like they got back. Clock runs at three minutes, 40 seconds to go here in this second quarter. Give to Davis on the right side looking for room. Gets a little after finally Watson Harvey brings him down after a four-yard pickup. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be third and ten for the Falcons at the 33, excuse me, the 32-yard line is where they'll spot the ball now. Columbia leading 35 to nothing over Lincoln County. Yeah, this is probably where Coach Moore's going to start
3: sprinkling in people a little at a time. And start working, uh, start working some of the young people in, and, and some of the, the backups in, into the, into these situations. You don't want to do it wholesale uh, against. You know, you also monitor what Lincoln County's doing as well. Yeah. And, and you see, you know, as long as they have their starters out there, you kind of have to have the majority of your starters out there just to make sure you don't put your young guys in bad positions.
0: Well, he's definitely going to give them the half. I would think. Right. Here's Pendergrass looking to throw. Now he pulls it down to run. Antoine Moore hits him. Mike Johnson brings him, finishes him off as he's going to lose two yards back to the, maybe a yard, back to the 31 is where they'll spot spot him. But again, another punting formation or punting situation for the Falcons as it will be fourth and 12 from the 31-yard line.
2: And if if you notice, uh, they're using about 38 of the 40 seconds on the clock every time. So they, they want to get to half.
0: Joseph Spears is the punter, and he's gotten a lot of action in this game so far. He is the punter for the Falcons. Back deep. Now, finally, a good punt from him, and it's going to go over everybody's head, but then takes a Columbia bounce at the 35 and is going to roll out of bounds or roll dead at the 38.
3: Got a hold of that one. Uh, Got a good
0: spiral and got a turnover. That was a good punt. That was a good punt. So Columbia takes over. First-team offense still in there. Luke Hustleton, all the way at quarterback. 35 to nothing. First and ten from their own 35-yard line. Excuse me, their 38-yard line. And he's going to empty the backfield. I would anticipate a sweep this way. He's under center. To this side. They're working on pass. Yes. Yeah, they're they've working been on working. different things. This is what they've been doing all year. I mean, Jesus. all week. And there's the pass to Jace yeah. He makes some completion at the forty. Excuse me, at the thirty-five yard line. Still on his feet. It crosses the thirty down to the twenty-five yard line to the twenty-three yard line before he's finally brought down. But that ball was just kind of up for grabs. And there's a penalty back in the backfield. So that ball's coming back. That was hold. I could tell that was a holding yeah. for for the the Lions going to go on Lewis and Bratton. I saw both of them are either Jaravius Hall. Both of them were kind of had a hold of one of the Falcon defensive linemen and they didn't look like they were going to let go of him as Luke Usselton was rolled out to his right to make that pass. A great pass, great catch for Jace Hoth, but to no avail, that doesn't count.
3: Yeah, unfortunately it it erases a great effort both on on Hoth's part to, uh, to catch the ball, stay in bounds and gain about another 20 Another 20 yards after the catch. Uh, Looks like Lincoln County's called a timeout.
0: Let's take one with them. And you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
2: This is Terry Wilcox, aka the Chicken Man, aka T Wilcox, and you're listening to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee.
0: Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the uh, Columbia Central Lions leading 35 to nothing with a minute 37 until halftime. Luke Hustleton at quarterback now facing a first and 24 after the the holding penalty. Usselton throwing over to his left side to Jordan Davis. Makes the completion. Jordan Davis looking for room. He's picking his way across back into the middle of the field. So picks up about seven on the play, back up to the 30-yard line where it'll be second and long for the Lions. Minute 20 and counting here until halftime.
3: Big thing right now is don't lose your edge on your concentration and your execution. And it's hard to do, uh, you know, for high school kids that are, you know, they're up 35 to nothing in in definite control, but uh, you want to make sure you keep your e- your execution edge sharp.
0: Yeah, they've been working on some new looks yeah. here in the offensive backfield, so here's empty backfield. Yeah. Usselton under center, going to throw it back here to Ryan Patterson on the right, far right side. There's a good block, and he gets up across the 40-yard line, so back into manageable kind of a situation as it'll be third and about eight, third and nine as Columbia takes a timeout, and we'll just keep it right here as a uh, it's a 43 seconds to go until halftime. That's uh, just they're, they're going to try to maybe get one yeah. more score in before they have to go to halftime.
3: Yeah, like you said, it, you know, it's, it's a good time now to to work on some things that you that you want to expand your offensive sets and and expand your offensive playbook a little bit and get some get some game speed practice in, in these situations. And uh, you know, that's that's the opportunity you take when you have this much control of the game.
0: Very good. So uh, Terry and I'm sure the stats are just going to be very one-sided uh, for uh, yeah. the for the Falcons so far in this game. I mean, they've just dominated in every aspect.
2: Yeah, very true. It's uh, yeah, they haven't uh, haven't gone forward very often. So but uh, hey, but they're hanging in there. Uh, you're not seeing any chippiness going on. It seems like it's a good solid football game and uh they obviously, they're a young team. But, uh, hey, you learn from uh, you learn from your defeat just like you do from your wins.
0: No doubt. Now we're back set. 43 seconds to go. Lummi has got one more timeout to go. Luke Osselton in the shotgun. Dropped back, looking to throw. Now he's being pressured, running, stepping up into the pocket. Crosses. The 45-yard line before he's being taken down, he's not going to be about a yard short or so of the first down, so that's going to make it fourth down. What do you do? They're probably going to try to just go for it, I would say, or let the clock run out. They're letting the clock run now down to 20 seconds. I would just let the clock go and take off to halftime is what I would do.
3: Yeah, I think that's exactly what they're going to do, is just let the clock run down go into halftime, make sure he talks to you, make sure everybody's okay, uh, check everybody's injuries and and stuff like that, and and make sure they stay focused for the second half.
0: Fairly good crowd here for senior night for the Columbia Central Lions as they now go into their tunnel here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium at halftime. Triple zeros on the clock, but 35 points picked up by the Columbia Central Lions zero for the Lincoln County Falcons, and we'll we're going to try to go to JP. Uh, I'm yep. assuming that's what we're going to do is yep. try to JP Plant and TriStar Friday Night Live will be right here on. And I hadn't even said we're on both stations tonight on WKOM WKRM as Summit is on the bye tonight. Uh, so hopefully oh. we're going to break away from here. We'll take a few commercial breaks. I guess I'm yep. not sure, and we'll try to join live with JP and TriStar Friday Night Live as they'll have scores and, and updates from games across the state. So it's 35 to nothing here at halftime. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Is Radio Network.
9: For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive.
7: At Murray Regional Medical Center, we know being at home is always your first choice. Our home services team helps you as you recover at home by providing individualized care, progress monitoring, and reporting to your doctors. Whether you need nursing care, rehabilitation services, home health aides, or disease management, Murray Regional's Home Services offers the care you need services are available in murray marshall lawrence williamson lewis giles wayne and hickman counties for more information visit com or call 931-490-4600
3: this is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
10: ...orders of action to be, uh, to be played, but right now, Tyner leading 12-7 at the half. And this one uh, uh, might please a lot of mid-staters. Uh, Pope John Paul II, 26th, Knoxville Catholic, 18th. At the half.
5: Yeah, we, so, uh, we talked to uh, Dave Gould earlier. It sounds like they're getting it done.
10: Yeah, I know that's got to please him. Doesn't he have a son that, uh, that goes to school there or a daughter or sibling or maybe two uh, <laughs> anyway? So I know he's right there taking it all in.
5: He's up in Knoxville, and I told him he should stick around an extra 24 hours, go see a pretty good college football game there tomorrow night. I
10: think I think that's probably not a not a bad idea if you can find a room. Tennessee's starting to play some pretty good football.
5: So Murphy, let me go back on a matchup that you sort of hinted at a little bit. Meriville has been a, a state power. Uh, they've been, you know, about as close to a dynasty as you can get uh, at this level. Uh, if they were to play Murfreesboro-Oakland, second round in Murfreesboro, am, am I right about that?
10: Probably third round. Uh, third round. Because it looks as though Maryville's going to win Region 2. So for the first three uh, weeks of the playoffs, they will, assuming they keep winning, they will go against Region 1. Uh, so actually it would be the semifinals then, I guess. But the first three Regions, First three weeks of the playoffs, regions one and two are paired together three and four, five and six, and seven and eight. So, uh, Science Hill, Dobbins, Bennett, Jefferson County, one of those teams, uh, is, is probably in the third round going to go against Maribel. And, and if Marrable, of course, they've still got to play Bradley Central, who has yet to lose this year as well. Uh, uh does. does. Uh, Mariville and Bradley Central in the same region. but whoever comes out of that those two regions, one and two will play the team that comes out of regions three and four, which probably will be Lebanon all, or excuse me probably would be Oakland. but Lebanon could have something to do with that. They're seven and one right now. but it, all, all indications uh, show Oakland and Maryville in the semifinals on the east side. And then By the on the way, west, we'll, side, have a pop, <laughs> we'll have a pop sorry, quiz
5: but. on all of that later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And
10: then on the West on the West side, I think it's probably gonna be summit. Uh, Collierville, you know, they keep winning. I don't know how good that Collierville team is. Whitehaven's already lost three games this year, and that's very uncharacteristic of uh, of a Rodney Salisbury team. But we have to remember that those inner city teams in Shelby County didn't play football at all last year, so it, you know you can if say you take Tennessee or even Alabama or, or whoever Georgia, and just take a season completely away, and then see how good they are the next year when they didn't even play a game last year, and that's that's what uh, that's not facing Collierville, uh, because they're a special school district and they did play, uh, but Shelby County Schools, Memphis slash. Shelby County Schools did not play, and I'd say that has uh, somewhat of an effect on Whitehaven being five and three right now instead of eight and zero. Oh.
1: Guys, I got another update: uh, Riverdale and Oakland uh, from Matthew Sawyer, who was at the game tonight. Uh, quick turnaround for the Patriots: CJ Puckett with a thirty-eight yard run, and Oakland now leads twenty-four to seven. Three minutes to go in the first half. Well, well let
5: me say this because he's the guru for a reason, Murphy. You sort of hinted to me earlier today that you thought it might not be all that close.
10: Well, I just I just know the weapons that uh, Oakland has, uh, and and the list just just seems to keep going and going and and it and it when your program gets to be like that, even when Coach Creasy puts second-teamers, third-teamers in, which he traditionally does a lot. He'll play 40 kids tonight. Um, it, you know, those, those kids who are so anxious as second- and third-teamers to get into the ball game. Uh, they think they're Superman. It's my turn. He's the no coach. Put me in. I can do it too. And the other teams generally are just emotionally and mentally worn down to the point. That they're not playing as sharp as they did in the first quarter, either, and um, and it just it's like that snowball that just keeps picking up more and more snow as it rolls down the hill. Uh, Murphy, and, and I got. They're telling
5: of, me I. They're telling me I got to run, so I probably need to run.
10: I would go for it. Somebody needs to pay for all of this, right? <laughs>
5: exactly, Murphy. Thanks as always. Great talking to you.
9: TriStar Friday Night Live is brought to you in part by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, reminding you, booze it and lose it. The bad decision to drive drunk will land you in jail. Taking you on the field, under the lights, every Friday night, this is TriStar Friday Night Live, presented by the U.S. Army and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Here's your host, George Plaster.
5: And we welcome all of you back in. I'll tell you real quickly, the Red Sox have scored three in the top of the third, lead the Astros three-1 with Boston still batting in that top of the third inning. On the high school front, the big game in Middle Tennessee has Murfreesboro, Oakland leading Riverdale 24 to seven. We'll keep you updated on that throughout the uh, evening. Uh, our man Russell Van Ozzi is covering Davidson Academy and Good Pasture and Russell. It sounds like it's all Davidson Academy at the moment.
9: Yeah, so far it's been that way George from the very beginning Davidson Academy jumps out to a lead and they have held that uh, pretty strongly here um, it's the Davidson Academy offense has really woken up uh, today they've've they've actually taken three straight losses after having a twenty eight game win streak. And winning the last three state titles in division two single A. And this year they're moved up to division to division two double A. And they've kind of hit some hard times, but it looks like they're getting back on track tonight. Uh, the quarterback is a, Knox Roberts is a perfect seven of seven passing right now for 217 yards and a couple of touchdowns, both to Cortland Simmons, who actually did most of the work on those touchdown passes. He just kind of took a screen pass to the line of scrimmage and, uh, took them all the way house, all the way to the house for 70 plus yard touchdowns on both occasions.
5: Are you surprised it's been this one sided?
9: You know, a little bit. I thought I thought maybe Good Pasture would, uh, would give them a pretty good run, and it's certainly not over. Good Pasture did show some signs of life at the end of the first half. Musa Wellman took a kickoff back 93 yards for a touchdown. But yeah, Georgia, it's just been a tough season so far for Good Pasture. They lost a lot of their production uh, in the field positions from last season when they were able to make a state semifinal run. And uh, they're breaking in a new coach, too, Greg Cotton, who was their offensive line coach, and is taking over uh, as head coach after Tyler Turner left to go to a school down in, uh, I believe, Mississippi take the same job there. So, been a lot of turnover the last couple of years here, and they're just trying to stabilize things. But, uh, yeah, so so far it's been all Davidson.
5: So, Russell, talk to me about Davidson, Uh, obviously a school that has some tradition in football. When we get to postseason play, what's their ceiling?
9: Well, unfortunately, they are in there in the same region with CPA and Lipscomb Academy, and of course, those two teams we've talked about at length are just kind of on another level. Uh, really, kind of playing out of the uh, Division Two AA um, skill level. They're they're kind of fitting in more with those Division Two AAA teams. Um, and CPA's already beaten a couple of those. what's Academy, of course, is um, just running up the score on everybody. So. Davidson Academy is going to have a hard time getting past the first couple of rounds of the, of the playoffs, most likely. Uh, they did play at Lipton last week and lost by about 30, I believe. Um, I believe their CPA game is coming up in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, the feeling, I think, is just capped by having those just otherworldly teams, not only in their region, but also in their classification.
5: Okay, listen, um, there is weather moving in, so beware of that and um, stay safe because uh, it might get a little hairy later.
9: Yeah, I'm hoping maybe we can uh, get a running clock or something here in the second half of the group. long you so get out of here. But, but thanks, George. I appreciate it.
5: Russell Van Ozy, we appreciate it, reporting live from Davidson Academy, where the home team has a 22-point halftime lead. JP? Yes, sir. What's going on in Murfreesboro?
1: Uh, let's uh, tell you what. They are uh, in action, so we're about two and a half minutes from break, so let's uh, get another live listen in, uh, I think, right before halftime, shall we? Let's do it. And that's going to run out the clock here.
3: Jarrell Franklin with the tackle. So we've made it to halftime here at Ray Hughes
6: Stadium in the 54th meeting between Riverdale and Oakland. It's Oakland 24 Riverdale, seven.
1: Other scores. All right, so there you go. We got them to half, George. That is
5: as up-to-date as it gets. (laughs) So I'll give you a couple of things here if you want. Clemson uh, defensive battle at the uh, Carrier Dome, 14-7. Clemson Hmm. midway through the third quarter. They scored with nine seconds left in the first half. That is... Uh, what has decided this game so far. 14-7 Clemson. They are 3-2 and two on the year, and as I watch them, they are nowhere near what they have been in recent seasons. Marshall still leads North Texas 42-7, to about five minutes into the third quarter in that one. And I mentioned the Red Sox have hit Houston with a three-spot top of the third down in Houston 3-1 Red Sox at the moment and they are threatening to get more
1: threatening there you go
5: second and third two out
1: all right uh other scores uh, from uh, some of our reporters out there uh it is Kenwood uh, leading Creekwood uh I believe that's correct 40 to nothing how about that one uh it is of course we heard from uh, from Russell, twenty-nine to seven. It is Davidson Academy over Goodpasture. Uh, excuse me, that is Creekwood leading Hillwood. My apologies, Creekwood leading Hillwood, forty to nothing. Smyrna leading Dixon County, twenty-one to fourteen. Uh, it is um, Beach a final now. George they defeat Gallatin forty-nine seventeen uh, tonight, and um, it's a big win for Beach over a rival, huge rival.
5: Yeah, and that was a game. Uh, they did a smart thing. Started early, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. That uh, beach locks up a two seed in Region Five, Six, Eight. So there you go. Um, about twenty seconds to break. George, we'll come back. Chris Yaw will be joining us to get a report from Forest Richland and some other games in the area.
5: Look forward to that as you watch Tristar Friday Night Live, presented by the U.S. Army and by the Tennessee Department. <laughs> Hey, folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Clinic. Folks, we are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. We provide pediatric care, primary care, and even urgent care if you need to get in during those hours. Our provider there is Kelly Kelly. She does DOT exams as well as well woman exams, and she does our pediatric well child physicals. So, folks, if you're looking for the right care and a provider that's not going anywhere, come see us at the
4: Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Office.
0: At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go
9: From Bristol to Memphis, covering high school football, this is TriStar Friday Night Live, presented by the U.S. Army and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. With J.P. Platt, here's George Plaster.
5: Bottom of the hour, thanks for joining us on what is week number nine of the high school football season. Some of the schools got really smart and started early. Others may run into some wet stuff and... Some lightning and, I'm told, some hail in some circumstances because we're under severe thunderstorm watches throughout the area. Chris Yao has one of the best games going to cover tonight. Forest and Richland tied at 14 midway through the third quarter. Let's check in with Chris. How are you?
11: Well, George, I'm doing just fine. A little update here. Just before we came on the air, from 17 yards out, Tate and Don't Call Me Taylor Swift goes in for Forest and they go up 21 14 with about five and a half to go. And then Richland took the ensuing kickoff back to about the 40. So Raiders set up to answer here, but it's been a heck of a night. A couple of touchdowns, actually, two of the three touchdowns tonight set up for Forest by uh, penalties on fourth down. That resulted in first down. So, it's been an interesting night here. But a really good football game, one that we expected here in Region 5 2 ways it has been a toss-up all season long. So, I'll tell you, I've been really impressed by this Richmond team. They've been really good up front, which is what we expected. And to be honest with you, I think Bryce Miller, the sophomore quarterback, has really shown some
5: positive Tonight, throwing the football, so it's a good one. Tell me more about him. Well, Bryce is,
11: so Richland, runs. They don't like to throw the football a lot. He's only thrown it 90 times coming into this game with about 50 completions, seven touchdowns, three picks on the year. But when he throws it, he's pretty accurate for a sophomore kid. He makes really good decisions, and that—that's what you have to ask for. Right now, he's throwing it here. He's got a real route to a receiver and threw it out of bounds. Unfortunately, probably a good decision, actually, because he was double covered. So, you know, again, make good decisions, and that's all you can ask for from a sophomore quarterback.
5: Chris, where exactly are you?
11: Let's <laughs> we'll put it this way. I'm at the
5: home of the Johnny Burger,
11: Linville, Tennessee, where they make some fine, fine bourbon and Lindville is about halfway between Columbia and Tulaski on Highway thirty one. Okay.
5: See, I need it I need a little help there.
11: Johnny burgers are supposedly and they'll tell you that they've been voted the best burgers in Tennessee. So there you go. They're delicious. I've had a few Not okay. sure because I've not had them all. But that is the yeah, goal, next time, isn't it, to have every burger in Tennessee?
5: Next time you go, you let me know I want to go.
11: You are more than welcome. We will come to Lendl anytime you want to have it. Every Friday night, I go to a different restaurant, George, and I I have an Instagram that's called Friday Night Bites. So before the game, I'll go to a restaurant, and I'll review the restaurant and that sort of thing. Tonight, I went to a place called... Uh, 31 South, where I had a brisket quesadilla, and it was way better than I ever expected.
5: So did Todd Blackledge give you permission to do this?
11: Uh, it is not taste of the pound, but it is very similarly uh, formatted, but I don't think he ever gave it, it a, a, a scale of 10 rating like I do. So.
5: That's awesome. Good for you.
11: It's fun. It's fun.
5: Enjoy your hamburger. Stay out of the rain, and uh, we'll check back in with you.
11: Yeah, we got a tough we got a line coming, so I'm not really excited, but we'll stick it out as long as we can.
5: Okay, that's Chris Yow reporting from a hamburger near you. Did you like that, JP? <laughs> well done. Well
1: done, George.
5: Yeah. A little humor. Long night. Could could be longer um jp this thing could be a little bit of a race to the wire uh, as i look at the radar right now and what i'm looking at is a television station's radar this could get a little interesting
1: yes it could uh george we got another reporter uh with us uh ivan aronin uh is uh, on the line Ivan, where are you?
8: How you doing,
11: George? We are at Donaldson Academy tonight. Uh, we a reaching game with Mount Juliet Christian. It's pretty much been all Donaldson Christian Academy in the first half. The Wildcats are up 32 nothing on uh, homecoming. Uh, Ashton Jones has three touchdown runs. And the defense uh, is looking pretty good after Mount Jury Christian Academy scored 67 points last week.
5: So you're watching what has the makings of a route. Ivan, I'm asking this out of total ignorance. What are the rules about running clock in high
6: school?
11: It will start if one team is up... By 35 points in the second half, they were the running running clock. A couple of touchdowns that Donaldson Christian Academy scored in the second quarter, they went for two to try to get to that 35 before halftime. Didn't make it, but that was was their thinking.
5: Okay, interesting. See, we learn stuff all the time on this show, JP. We try. Sure. (laughs) We definitely try. Ivan, all I can tell you is um, get undercover because uh, later it might get a little hairy.
11: Well, fortunately, we have, I'd say we, I am fortunate to have a wonderful press box here at the Christian that they rebuilt after the tornado uh, came through. And uh, speaking of which, if you don't mind me going in one one little off-the-field note, There was a presentation before the game that the Mount Juliet Christian student body raised about $2,500 to give to the DCA student body to show their appreciation for DCA allowing Mount Juliet Christian Academy teams to use their gym and baseball and softball field. In 2020, after those facilities were destroyed by the tornado that, that came through this area.
5: Wow, that let me tell you something. That right there, that's the best story of the night, right there. That's called some yeah, sports. Pretty, pretty nice moment
11: before the game. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. Listen, thank you for sharing that one with us. Sure. You take care. Stay dry, and uh, tell everybody over there we said hello. I
11: will be.
1: Columbia Central Lions Football on WKRM is brought to you in part by, Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Edrich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop. Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back,
0: everyone, to Lindsay Nelson Stadium as we're getting set for second-half action. And hope you were able to hear from some of the scores and highlights that JP was being was allowing us to. Uh, bring to you on both WKOM WKRM, and we just appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate especially all of our sponsors. Here we are at, uh, getting ready for the third quarter of play. Columbia leading Lincoln County thirty-five to nothing. And as we're told, when the when we begin the, the the third quarter, and Columbia is going to be receiving this second half kickoff, that uh, the clock will continue to run as long as we're thirty-five points ahead in this game. So. Maybe we'll get, a go, get to go quick in this second half because there's, we're running against the clock in terms of these, this line of thunderstorms that are coming through. So hopefully we'll get through uh, that. But, Terry, you've got some statistics from our first half of play.
2: I sure do. We had some short drives and had some big plays. So uh, first down-wise, we haven't had a lot of them. But at 124 yards rushing, 41 yards passing for 165 yards total, we had the ball for six possessions, scored on the first five, and the sixth one ended with the half. And then, uh, but Lincoln County has had a rough go of it. Thirty-eight yards rushing, fifteen passes for a total of fifty-three yards. So uh, they've they've struggled. They've had a couple turnovers, uh, and uh, of course, like I said, they've got a lot of young players. We did find out none of their freshmen did travel, so these are all tenth, eleventh, and twelfth graders that they have brought with them. But uh, we get the ball second half. It's like I said, it's 35-0. Uh, going into the second half, and we'll have a running clock as long as the th- lead remains 35 points.
0: Well, it's been a – it was a very uh, kind of just started off uh, kind of bad for Lincoln County. Yes. And, uh, that, unfortunately, that's the way it's been for them the whole year. Uh, they've been been—they've got the one victory, uh, of course, double overtime at Spring Hill back a few weeks ago where they won 21-20. to and uh, but they've, they've had a lot of points scored on them this year, averaging 42 points a game, and uh, they're just averaging 10 points on offense, just over 10 points, so we're all set here for third quarter action as uh, Hunter Hammonds is set to kick off for the Falcons, and he kicks a squibber kick, and it's going to be down, picked up there. It looks like Lincoln English will fall on it at his 34-yard line. That's where Columbia will take over first and ten for the Lions. And it looks like coming out uh, to begin this third quarter first possession will be the first team offense. I'm seeing them all in there. And Luke Osselton is going to remain at quarterback. But something tells me that Perry Bowman will be in sooner rather than later. Let's hope so. And uh, let's see what we can do on this first possession of the third quarter. Here we are set to go clock is running <laughs> and we you know we, the clock is already down to almost 11 minutes almost a minute off the clock here as it'll continue to run here's the a handoff to Caden McCoy up the middle quick five yards immediately for McCoy as he goes hands off right up the middle of that line of scrimmage and gets out to the 40 yard line it'll be second and five for the Lions
3: uh, Lee, just a little side note during the kickoff, right before the kickoff, referee took one of our kids off the field and <laughs> looked at the coach and said, Coach, he can't play. Evidently, he had too much face paint on him, and they, they <laughs> took him off the field there made him clean off his face, and they had to put somebody else in for him. So Wow. They're, I don't know if they're looking for things to call or what. But
0: Here's Hustleton under center, going to give to Jordan Davis this time, coming around the right side, right behind Jordan Brooks, and Davis only going to pick up a couple of yards there as uh, maybe three he'll get or or maybe four they'll mark him down at four yards he'll get to the 44 yard line got to make it to the 45 for the first so he's going to be a yard short it'll be third and one clock already down now close to 10 minutes to go again the clock will continue to run as long as the score remains 35 points in the favor of one team or the other yeah so uh, Jordan
3: go. Brooks that time had a really big lead block and uh, got the what they what coaches call referred to pancakes when he he flattened the guy and then rolled
0: over the top of him. Here's Usselton the wing T formation, and he's going to take a quarterback sneak. He's got room. He gets a, gets his first <laughs> down. I thought he was going to break free of that, but quickly uh, the defenders for the Falcons converge on him, and but not before he gets the first down. So. They'll get it up to the 48-yard line of the Lions as they're moving left to right on your radio dial. Didn't tell you the Lions are dressed all in purple. Purple helmets, purple jerseys, purple pants. Some of them got purple socks. And uh, the Lincoln County Falcons in their red helmets, white jerseys, and blue pants. Here we are, nine minutes to go, nine minutes and ten seconds to go. Columbia leading 35 to nothing, just underway here in the third quarter. Luke Usselton hands off to Caden McCoy. He's across midfield over the 45, down to the 44-yard line, 43-yard line before he's finally brought down. Close to, again to his first down, a pickup of nine. Oh, no, they're going to call it no, a second down. They're going to. I thought they were going to move the chains. He's just right at the line to gain just a yard short, so it'll be second and a short one for the first down.
3: Lions doing a really good job up front, giving giving them some wide holes, a lot of room to run. They're not running into any contact other three or four yards up the field.
0: So here's Hustleton under center. He's got to give to Q. Martin around the left side. He's got his first down, crosses the 40, inside the 40, down to the 37, 38-yard line now is where they'll spot it. First and 10 for the Lions. As clock continues to run now, approaching eight minutes here left in this third quarter. First possession, the opening possession here of the third quarter.
3: Pretty much what the doctor ordered, seven to eight yards at a time.
0: And run the clock. Keep the
3: chains moving, keep the clock moving.
0: So here's Usselton under center, Caden McCoy, the tailback. Fake to... Q. Martin got Bubba Perkins wide open downfield at the 15. He's got the completion down to the five yard line. Goes Bubba Perkins. Luke Usselton finds him, spots him, makes a great pass. Bubba Perkins makes a great catch. Down first and goal now at the six yard line. It's
3: where the running game kind of sets up that passing game. You know
0: they've been running off
3: tackle, running off tackle, fake, fake the boot. Uh, excuse me, fake the buck sweep, run a bootleg leg out. It's the classic. Classic bootleg pass out of the uh, wing tee formation. He's wide open th- five yards behind the, behind the safety.
2: I tell you, if he throw that a little about three yards further, he would
3: have scored. Yeah, because yeah. he was behind. Yeah, the he had defenders. to wait for the ball just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Very good for Bubba Perkins. Love to see him yep. succeed. All these players have had some success all year long, but this is important for him to get this win. Here's Hustleton going to give the Q Martin around the left side breaks no he's trying to get away from that one initial tackle <laughs> and actually finally makes it back to the line of scrimmage uh, but just barely he was dragging the defender swinging him around but he wasn't going to let go that defender for the Falcons number 19 made a he he made the initial hit and he hung on Tucker Clemens for the Falcons. As a uh, clock now approaching six minutes to go here in the third quarter. That's a fast clock. That's <laughs> half the quarter is gone already on this opening drive. That's what, that's what you get when you go ahead 35, yeah. right? Hustleton under center. Here's Jordan Davis in motion. But a give to Caden McCoy right up the middle. He's inside the five down to the two of the one before he's finally stopped just short of the goal line. Where it'll be now third and goal from the one. Or about the one and a half. half. We'll yeah. call it the one and a half yard line. They need to punch it in here to where well, what that you, gives them even a little more room to run this clock. What do
2: you think? Quarterback sneak?
0: I don't know. I might not run my quarterback. I, yeah. I might give it to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to give it to Caden McCoy. I yeah,
3: did, it's going to be an off tackle to the, the power or the uh, or the jet. No, no it's, it's Luke
0: Gusselton, and he's in the end zone for the touchdown. Just the quarterback simple sneak around the left side of his line there, of his left guard of uh, Jordan Brooks. And uh, Eli Height on that left side. Touchdown, Columbia with four minutes. See, the clock continues to run, so yeah. I don't get to see what that clock was—it was about 4:55—is when he got the the score there. As it runs now down to 4:45, as uh, Max Patton comes on from the for the extra point attempt. There's the snap, the set, and there's the kick, and it is good. So I would say with timeout on the field, do they not call timeout at all even no, during? the clock keeps the clock keeps moving. So goodness gracious, that's. That would be. That's going to shorten the game quite a bit. It's going to shorten it for sure. It's forty-two to nothing now for the Lions over Lincoln County, and we'll just—I guess—we'll keep it right here because they're just continuing to count the clock. And I guess uh, when do you start a play clock? I guess at some point you've got to start a play clock. The referee
3: will give a signal for the play clock. Play clock to start, but uh, the game clock itself uh, just keeps moving,
0: even on. Yeah. Additional scores. Yeah. So Yeah, you know, there. You know you're still riding over there. Go ahead.
2: I got it. Uh, Columbia went sixty one yards in nine plays. Finished it up with a Luke Hustleton quarterback sneak for about a yard yard and a half. We took uh took had the ball for seven running minutes. Uh it's forty two to nothing in Columbia because the kick was good. Uh five minutes to go in the game and we're already down to three thirty.
0: And there's Max Patton kicks off again. That ball's going wow. through the end zone. You would think it would stop the clock, but it's not. It does not. The clock just continues to run. So, now, surely we should see some uh, some kind of uh, people coming in and kind of new new players coming yeah. in. But I'm still seeing starters on our probably defense. one more
3: series, one you know one more defensive series with, with starters before they start moving people in and out
0: i tell you, a big, big kudos to Max
2: Patton today. He has been perfect on mm. his extra points, and he has put all but maybe one or two balls into the end zone on the kickoff. That's a big weapon, I'll but tell
3: you. The only one that didn't go into the end zone was a squib kick that where he purposely did not kick it deep.
0: So
2: Was that the one that they fumbled?
0: No. <laughs> Here's a handoff to Ben Davis. He's coming around the left side. Oh, Whoa. my goodness. He takes a hit from Antoine Moore. And a new cornerback in there for the Lions is Kenneth Jackson, who uh, makes the play on about a, after a four-yard pickup. But, goodness gracious, what a hit by Antoine Moore I from think his defensive Jackson, end position. I think
3: Jackson got most of that hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Moore came through, came in and uh, expected to hit the eye. He, he ducked, and I think our own guy got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Here's Pendergrass, handoff to Hammonds in the middle, and he's quickly knocked down by Mike Johnson right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Third uh, third and five for the Falcons at their own 24-yard line. Big Mike Johnson, the senior. Uh, I hope, did y'all talk about the seniors? Yes, yes we million. did. Yes. Oh, we mentioned, all t- I think it was 15 of them. There's 15 of them, and, uh, and several of them, about 12 of them, have played all four years uh, for the Lions, and it's just great to see these seniors being recognized for for their efforts. All the seniors. Here, are the Falcons got a handoff to Davis around the right side, and uh, Eli Height is going to bring him down. Or no, somebody else like came up. Lost a yard. Yep.
3: Yeah. Eli blew, blew the play up, and made him made him bounce out, and the pursuit got to him. I wasn't able to see who C- made C- that tackle.
0: It's Morris, okay. another senior. Yeah. Cianté Morris is the clock now inside a minute here in the third quarter as the Falcons will bring on their punt team, facing a fourth and seven at the 24-yard line. And, again, going to get some different folks back. Corey and Jamison and Kenneth Jackson back. To receive this punt, a good punt this time. Oh, there's a whistle. He must
2: have called for fair catch.
0: <laughs> okay, I at didn't the, say it, but he, he must have at the forty-five. I guess maybe maybe that happens. I didn't see him. Call I didn't that. see him wave his hand either. Maybe a rule or something. No, no.
3: That. I think the referee might have uh, anticipated a fair catch and blew his whistle. Uh, not so, real sure.
0: So yeah. they'll take it first and ten. The Lions still got most of their starters in. Us. And this, a, this is a point where we need to um, call a timeout. And, uh, fourth quarter. Somebody, okay, that's the end, the end of, of the, the th- quarter. End of the third quarter. We finally get a stop. That clock ran every second. <laughs> you know, wow. Does. I don't think I've ever been a part of a, <laughs> a call like that or have been a part of that. But yeah, two any, series. We took the ball down
2: and scored. They went three plays and had to punt, and that was the end of the first quarter or third
0: quarter. So. Well and your score, forty-two to nothing. Columbia leading over the Lincoln County Falcons. We'll take a quick timeout by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the front porch sports radio network. Welcome back to Lindsay Nelson Stadium as we've already started the clock here in the fourth quarter as the Lions are facing or start out their first and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Perry Bowman at quarterback hands off to Jordan Davis around the right side, and there's, there's a flag, the flag on the play. Jordan Davis gets his first down, still on his feet, all the way down to the 36-yard line before he's brought down, but again, a hold You're call holding. on the on the Lions. Mm-mm. So that'll back them up a little bit, and uh, we'll start this over again. The clock continues to run. It's gonna, it's gonna be a quick quarter, just like the previous one, unless the Falcons score two touchdowns.
3: Yeah, that play had a lot of, you know, had holes wide open, maybe because of the hold, but. Uh... You know, hate, hate to see it go backwards. Hate to see us get sloppy like that.
0: Still the first team offensive line in there as Perry Bowman, at quarterback, going to hand off to Ryan Patterson coming around the left side. And there's another hold by Jordan Davis. Patterson's going to probably go all the way to the end zone, but it's not going to count. But he's at the 10. He's at the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown. Columbia, Ryan Patterson. But that ball is coming back because of holding on the lines.
2: And I think they called it on Bubba Perkins, who was on the outside edge out here.
3: Yeah, yeah got his hands on the outside. Uh, usually if you keep your hands on the ins- what we call the inside of the frame or inside the shoulder, uh, in- inside the, the, the frame of the body, that they're not going to call it a lot. But if you get your hands out on the corner or out on the shoulder pads and, and stuff, uh, that's typically where they call it. Or when the, when the player turns away and starts chasing and you hold on to him and stuff, uh, as long as you're pushing, they're going to let you grab jerseys and stuff like that. But if you start pulling, that's when they're going to throw the flag on you.
0: So it's going to be first and 30 for the Lions. <laughs> They'll spot it at their own 23-yard line. But that run by Ryan Patterson was great right down the side, of the Columbia sideline as he goes 75 yards basically for the touchdown, but to no avail. Going to give Bowman hands off to Jordan Davis around the right side looking for room, picks up just minimal yardage there is uh, Brady Wiseman uh, at his corner position brings down Jordan Davis over there for only a small gain. About three or four yard pick up there by Davis. Clock now at nine minutes, 15 seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia leading 42 to nothing. If you're just joining us, the clock continues to run whenever a team is up by 35. Uh, it will not stop the clock only in between quarters. So, Bach running, Bowman under center. This time hands off to his Caden McCoy. No, that's Gilbert Davis right up the middle. Uh, Just a great run by Gilbert, the freshman uh, for for the Lions, but still nowhere near, excuse me, Cortez Gilbert on that run. He gets it uh, now third and about 14 to go for the Lions. They've got to get all the way. To the 45 yard line of the Falcons. They're currently at their own 41 yard line. Eight minutes, 25 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Like to see some new offensive linemen that come in there to get some reps. Still our first teamers out there is Perry Bowman under center. This time Fakes the handoff, rolling around the pass. Now being pressured, and he's going to throw it away, throw it uh, to the sideline. But he's going to get called for intentional grounding. The ball didn't I, make it back. He didn't make it to the line. it was about five yeah, yards he short. He was under pressure and could not get away, so he throws it away. But that's going to be intentional grounding, a loss down on the play. And so that's going to bring up fourth down, right, guys? Yes. Sir. Yep.
3: Yeah, they only and we haven't punted tonight. Yeah, they only put two guys out on the pattern that time, and, and both of them went deep, and he didn't have anybody underneath, uh, whether that was a blown assignment or not or design. Uh, he didn't he didn't have anybody underneath to look for and
0: uh, couldn't set his feet to throw it. So it's fourth and a mile from the twenty, the Columbia 24-yard line. Now they're going to call timeout. We're going to have to call because we don't have enough people out. Do you not stop the clock during timeouts? Yes, they finally did stop the clock. So let's take a quick timeout break with them. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions for the past 75 years on WKRM 103.7 and 1340 AM. And WKOM 101.7 also. (laughs) Yeah, so here we are, fourth and a mile. Here's Max Patton back to punt. There's the punt and a great punt. Hunter Hammond gets it at his 38-yard line. He crosses midfield quickly at the 45, and he's going to go down to Eli Height. What a great tackle by Eli Height at the 47-yard line of Columbia.
3: Turner really did a pretty good job. He was able to evade at least two tacklers uh, coming up the field, uh, but Eli broke down and and, uh, kept him from uh, going any further. Made a great open field tackle.
0: Great punt by Max Patton. Great night for Patton, as you said earlier, that he's had a he's had a good night kicking the ball for the Lions. Now we're starting to see some different folks get into the game here for the defense as the Falcons take over at their own, at the Columbia 47, going to hand to Davis around the right side. Davis has got some room and gets his first down. That's actually a different running back for, that's Anthony Knight uh, showing a freshman running back for the Falcons. At least that's what it's listed. Yeah, they, didn't,
2: they said they didn't bring any freshmen, so whatever your new roster has is what I would go by.
0: <laughs> that's what it says. Okay. And, and that must freshman. be what it is. Yeah. yeah. And even – We the, were
3: talking with their radio crew during uh, yeah. halftime, and, and they mentioned – I think that's yeah, a he freshman. You may, may have brought some freshman.
0: Yeah, there's that freshman again, and he's going to get hit in the backfield, but makes it back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Anthony Knight, as he's finally tackled, or he's tackled by Big Mike Johnson. And also, a new defensive end for us is Savion Ferguson, a sophomore for the Lions. But I would really like to see some more folks come in and uh, substitute for our Lions and, and they have for the most part I'm looking yeah. out there most I um, you know, still see Joseph Whaley the senior in there and uh, anyway here's Pendergrass in the shotgun he fakes the handoff throwing now to Hunter Hammonds in the flat. A great run by Hunter Hammonds as he's going to pick up his first down down inside the 25 yard line down to about the 23 is where it'll be first and 10 for the Falcons with four minutes and 30 seconds to go here in the ball game. They're trailing 42 to nothing. So a good, good connection from Pendergrass to Hammonds. Uh, the sophomore wide receiver who's had a pretty good game tonight despite The score, and there's Pendergrass throwing it, and then it's tipped away by Christian Biggers, goes up big time. The senior there goes up and knocks that ball away as he was trying to reach his uh, wide receiver down inside the 10-yard line, but uh, to no avail, Christian Biggers just reaches up and bats that ball away. Incomplete. I would say it stopped the clock, but it didn't. Nope. It's, uh clock still runs at 3 minutes and 50 seconds. I mean, it's going to go quick here. It's going to be over before you know it. Second and 10 at the 23-yard line of Columbia. Hand off tonight around the left side. He's got a little running room. Picks up five yards down to the... 17-yard line is where he'll go to be third and five. Yeah,
3: now the coaches are starting to run people in and out. Just about well, every play, should. one or two people are coming in and out, and they're, they're rotating people around a lot, so we're, we're, we're getting a lot of young people in and, and uh, getting some game experience.
0: Here's Pendergrass in the shotgun. He's going to hand, hand off to Hammonds up the middle. We got a defensive end being held, and He's got his first down all the way down inside the ten-yard line. It's going to inside the five-yard line. It's going to be first and goal from the four for the Falcons. Maybe they're going to get on the board here with two minutes, 50 seconds to go as clock continues to run here in the fourth quarter. And that may have
3: been the reason why Coach Moore left the first team in there early to get that one score. So now a touchdown doesn't stop the running clock. No doubt.
0: Here's Pendergrass going to do the jet sweep, and he's been walked under. Hammonds gets immediately hit by Malik Smith for a big time loss on the play as uh, Malik Smith comes from his defensive end position and uh, just smothers uh, Hammonds behind the line of scrimmage for a loss on the play. It'll be second and goal from the eight-yard line. Malik Smith, the sophomore for for the Lions. Pendergrass Going to hand off this time to Knight coming around the right side. He's close to the goal line, but he's stopped just short down to the one-yard line as uh, Columbia finally stops him before he goes into the end zone. They did a pretty good
3: job. They're pulling guard, uh, kicked our defensive end out that time and gave him just a little bit of a seam, and he was able to take advantage of that.
0: They're definitely wanting to get some points here with a minute 40 to go in the ball game. Here's Pendergrass in the shotgun. He's going to give the Hammonds on the left side, and he walks right into the end zone untouched. Touchdown, Lincoln County Falcons. With a minute 26 to go here in the ball game, they finally get on the scoreboard, 42 to six, trailing Columbia Central Lions here on senior night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Hunter Hammonds, this. Got the touchdown. He lines up to kick the extra point for the Falcons. Now they got a Falcon coming, racing onto the field to get lined up. As we're under a minute. I don't believe they're going to get a kickoff at this rate. There's the kick. And it is good. So now 44 seconds to go. The Falcons get on the scoreboard. 42-7 to seven now here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, we're going to quickly wind things up here. And I know Terry's going to have us some stats to talk about. Uh, and I will tell you that, uh, you know, next week, Columbia doesn't play anybody. They have a bye. It's unusual to have a bye this late in the season, but uh, they will not play next week. It'll be their official bye. They will be back on the field of play at Spring Hill, October 29th, another region game. Game's going to be over. Yeah. And that's the last triple zero. So your Columbia Central Lions victorious here in this region 6-5A game against Lincoln County, 42-7. Terry, what do you got?
2: Lincoln County went uh, 46 yards in eight plays, ended it with a Hammond one-yard run. Uh, took five minutes to do it. The kick was good. Forty-two to seven. That is your final score.
0: Very good. And so as we said, Lincoln County was gonna play they're gonna play at Siegel next week. And tonight in region 6-5A, Spring Hill is at Franklin County. Page is on a bye. Nolansville's on a bye after Page and Nolansville faced off last week and Page won that one going away as well. They stay, remain undefeated. Both uh, overall and in region play, Columbia improves to three and one on the on the year in the region, which uh, assures us of at least a second place finish. And that does mean, in fact, now we can say it. That we will have a home playoff game on November the fifth, right here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, the first time in almost ten years that we've had a home playoff game. So. Huge
3: accomplishment in that goal for the season, and uh, uh, something that they were really uh, pointing towards at the beginning of the season was to get that home, get that home playoff game and stuff. So, uh, really big step. Uh, Columbia did what they were supposed to do tonight. You know, they dominated against a, a, a team that uh, is struggling through the year, and uh, did a great job. Most importantly. Also with that nobody got hurt and that was one of the big you know that's one of the big things you as a coach you fear in these games where you dominate so much is that somebody gets hurt with a fluke with a fluke injury nobody we we, we got through the night without that so
0: very good night for the Columbia Central Lions and uh, Terry's frantically working on the statistics over here I mean, there wasn't a lot to, I guess, to, to add up in this in second half. In the second <laughs> half, it happened all so quick. It but, did. Terry, what do you got?
2: Well, I actually had miscounted the first half. So Columbia wound up with 266 yards rushing total, uh, 73 pass for a total of 339. And uh, Lincoln County had 80 rush, 27 pass for a total of 107. And uh Probably, final, final score forty-two to seven.
3: Yeah, probably a good uh, fifty of that was uh, was against our second and third teamers and stuff yes. as they rotated in. So, really, really good job with our defense. Our first team defense, uh, you know, pitched, pitched a shutout tonight. So, uh, you know the score was against uh, against our backups and stuff. So.
0: I don't know if y'all talked about it at the beginning, but uh, Lincoln County has owned this series. It dates back to 1914 they started playing each other in 1914 along with a whole lot of other surrounding area teams that they started but then they stopped for many many years and didn't pick back up until and of course it wasn't Lincoln County then it would have might have been Fayetteville Central but they started back playing this series in 1979 when Lincoln County uh, consolidated their high schools and uh, they have owned the the overall record they, they've got a 28 and 13 record over columbia and uh you know they really they don't have a lot of uh, much love for each other as the years y- you might have thought they've really been playing a lot more than that but they just hadn't columbia i mean actually lincoln county owns a 13 and 9 record here now it's going to be 13 and 10 uh and they've won columbia of course won the past two years but uh the Falcons uh, have, you know, gone through some unfortunate changes with their coaching situations, and right now it's Eddie Cunningham who is the interim head coach as they let their coach go just early in the season, Kevin Rose, uh, just after they beat uh, Spring Hill. So, well, truth,
3: I, truth be told, Lee, a lot of you the,
0: a lot of their problems
3: also stems when Fayetteville uh, Central oh, yeah. when Fayetteville. You know, opened their new school there, and, and a lot of their athletes uh, uh, got transferred over to that school. Uh, you know, they're they're pretty tough, and and, uh, and it has really depleted the the the, uh, the base yep. that Lincoln County had for quite some time. I can remember when I came coach, started coaching over here about 25, 30 years ago. They were Lincoln County was a place you did not want to go to play a game and did not want to see them uh, especially late in the season uh, when the playoff runs were started but uh, unfortunately that hasn't been able to stay
0: no doubt. that way I hope it gets back that way but uh, not not this year it's not going to be so Guys, it's been, it's been great. Uh, successful senior night for our Columbia Central. The weather held off. It did, and we, <laughs> we I think we just made it, and they're, uh, the team, they just broke from the huddle down on the field, and they're meeting with the parents, and I'm going to be one of those parents that wants to go down there yeah. and, and uh, meet with them as well. So I uh, appreciate you all uh, uh, getting us on the air and, and uh, taking care of us while we were doing the senior night celebrations, and uh, we look forward to this. We'll take a week off. And uh, get a bye next week, and then we'll be back going to Spring Hill in two weeks from tonight. And uh, another important region game yeah. and another important rivalry game, the Backyard Bowl, as they now refer to it.
3: And more than likely, uh, next week, uh, both stations will be carrying the Summit Ball game like yeah. you did this week for us. So. All right.
0: So, that's going to do it. We thank you all for tuning in to our broadcast of Columbia Central Lions football, where your final score is Columbia 42, Lincoln County 7. Tune in in two weeks as we'll travel to Spring Hill right here on 103.7 WKRM and Front Porch Radio. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with host J.P. Plant to bring you scores and comments from games all across the state. So for Coach Mike Lyles, Terry Wilcox, I'm Lee Maddox, saying good night from Lindsay Nelson Stadium. This has been a presentation of the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
7: AMC Roofing. Leaking roof? Missing shingles? AMC Roofing has you covered. Locally owned and operated. We specialize in residential roof repairs and roof maintenance. We are equipped to repair any type of residential roofing systems, and we also handle siding repairs. AMC Roofing can pinpoint leaks and have them fixed, guaranteed. There is no job too small, but when you're ready, we also provide full roof replacements. Call or text today for a free estimate. AMC Roofing, your local roof repair specialist. Call Andrew Costa today, 931-626-0492. Grade.
1: Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin, Kubota, Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy. Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Medrich and CSH Incorporated, Browns Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marts, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company.
3: and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.